Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Sunday the 18th of December and the 24th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. We also have Hanukkah Eve. Tonight the Feast of Hanukkah starts and we light the first candle. Today in history, the prophet Haggai receives prophecy for Israel and Zerubbabel. Haggai 2, 10 and 18. On the 24th of the ninth month, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Haggai the prophet. Do consider from this way onward, from the 24th day of the ninth month, from the day when the temple of the Lord was founded, consider. This week we have a new parasha, and it's called Miketz, and that means at the end. The scripture reading will be from Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 41, verses 1 through 14. Before we start reading, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Paro dreamed, and behold, he stood by the Nile. Behold, seven cattle came up out of the Nile. They were sleek and fat, and they fed in the marsh grass. Behold, seven other cattle came up after them out of the Nile, ugly and thin, and stood by the other cattle on the brink of the Nile. The ugly and thin cattle ate up the seven sleek and fat cattle. So Paro awoke. He slept and dreamed a second time. And behold, seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, healthy and good. Behold, seven heads of grain, thin and blasted with the east wind, sprang up after them. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven healthy and full ears. Paro awoke, and behold, it was a dream. So in the morning his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all of Egypt's magicians and wise men. Paro told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them to Paro. Then the chief cupbearer spoke to Paro, saying, I remember my faults today. Paro was angry with his servants and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard with the chief baker. We each dreamed a dream on the same night, he and I. Each man dreamed according to the interpretation of his dream. There was with us there a young man, a Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard, and we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. He interpreted to each man according to his dream. And as he interpreted to us, so it was. He restored me to my office, and he hanged him. 
Then Perot sent and called Yosef, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And when he had shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came before Perot. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, 41, 1-14. The portion of the prophets will today be 1 Samuel, or Shmuel, chapters 26 and 27. The Siphites came to Shaol, to Givah, saying, Is not David hiding himself on the hill of Hachilah, which is before Yashimon. Then Shaul arose and went down to the wilderness of Sif, having three thousand chosen men of Israel with him, to seek David in the wilderness of Sif. Shaul camped in the hill of Hachilah, which is before Yashimon, by the road. But David stayed in the wilderness, and he saw that Shaul came after him into the wilderness. David therefore sent out spies, and understood that Shaul had certainly come. Then David arose and came to the place where Shaul had camped, and David saw the place where Shaul lay, with Avner the son of Ner, the captain of his army. And Shaul lay within the place of the wagons, and the people were camped around him. Then David answered and said to Ahimelech, the Hittite, and to Avishai, the son of Zeruiah, brother of Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Shaul, to the camp? Avishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Avishai came to the people by night, and behold, Shaul lay sleeping within the place of the wagons, with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Avner and the people lay around him. Then Avishai said to David, God has delivered up your enemy into your hand today. Now therefore please let me strike him with a spear to the earth at one stroke, and I will not strike him a second time. But David said to Avishai, Do not destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against the anointed of the Lord and be guiltless? And David said, As the Lord lives, The Lord will strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go down into battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the anointed of the Lord. But now please take the spear that is at his head, and the jar of water, and let us go. So David took the spear and the jar of water from Shaul's head, and they went away, and no man saw it or knew it, nor did any awake, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Then David went over to the other side, and stood on the top of the mountain afar off, a great space being between them. And David cried to the people, and to Avner, the son of Ner, saying, Will you not answer, Avner? Then Avner answered, Who are you that cries to the king? David said to Avner, Are you not a man? Who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not kept watch over your lord, the king? 
for one of the people came in to destroy the king your lord. This thing is not good that you have done. As the Lord lives, you are worthy to die, because you have not kept watch over your Lord, the anointed of the Lord. Now see where the king's spear is, and the jar of water that was at his head. Shaul knew David's voice and said, Is this your voice, my son David? And David said, It is my voice, my lord, O king. He said, Why does my lord pursue his servant? For what have I done? What evil is in my hand? Now therefore, please let my lord the king hear the words of his servant. If it is so that the lord has stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is the children of men, they are cursed before the Lord, for they have driven me out today that I should not cling to the inheritance of the Lord, saying, Go, serve other gods. Now therefore, do not let my blood fall to the earth away from the presence of the Lord, for the King of Israel has come out to seek a flea, as when one hunts a partridge in the mountains. Then Shaul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will no more do you harm, because my life was precious in your eyes today. Behold, I have played the fool and have erred exceedingly. David answered, Behold the spear, O king. Then let one of the young men come over and get it. The Lord will render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness because the Lord delivered you into my hand today, and I would not stretch out my hand against the anointed of the Lord. Now behold, as your life was respected today in my eyes, so let my life be respected in the eyes of the Lord, and let him deliver me out of all oppression. Then Shaul said to David, You are blessed, my son David, you will both do mightily and will surely prevail. So David went his way, and Shaul returned to his place. Then David said in his heart, I will now perish one day by the hand of Shaul. There is nothing better for me than that I should escape into the land of the Philistine, and Shaul will despair of me to seek me any more in all the borders of Israel. So shall I escape out of his hand. David arose and passed over, he and the six hundred men who were with him, to Achish, the son of Maoch, king of Gat. David lived with Achish at Gat, he and his men, every man with his household, David with his two wives, Achinoam, the Jezreelites, and Avigail, the Carmelites, Naval's wife. Shaul was told that David had fled to Gath, and he sought no more again for him. David said to Achish, If now I have found favor in your eyes, let them give me a place in one of the cities in the country, that I may dwell there. For why should your servant dwell in the royal city with you? Then Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore Ziklag belongs to the kings of Yehuda to this day. 
And the number of the days that David lived in the country of the Philistine was a full year and four months. Now David and his men went up and raided the Geshurites, the Gilzites, and the Malachites, for those were the inhabitants of the land, who were of old, on the way to Shur, even to the land of Mitzrayim. David struck the land and saved no man or woman alive, and took away the sheep, the cattle, the donkeys, the camels, and the clothing, and returned and came back to Achish. Now Achish said, Against whom have you made a raid today? And David said, Against the south of Yehuda, against the south of the Yerahamilites, against the south of the Kenites. And David saved neither man nor woman alive to bring them to Gath, saying, Lest they should tell about us, saying, David did this, and this has been his way all the time he has lived in the country of the Philistine. So Achish believed David, saying, He has made his people Israel utterly to abhor him. Therefore he will be my servant forever. That was 1 Samuel chapters 26 and 27. Now in the portion of the writings we will today read Psalm 72. By Shlomo, God, give the king your justice, your righteousness to the royal son. He will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. The mountains shall bring shalom to the people and the hills righteousness. He will judge the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and will break the oppressor in pieces. They shall fear you while the sun endures and as long as the moon throughout all generation. He will come down like rain on the mown grass, as showers that water the earth. In his days the righteous shall flourish, and abundance of shalom until the moon is no more. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. Those who dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tashish and of the islands will bring tribute. The kings of Sheva and Seva shall offer gifts. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. For he will deliver the needy when he cries, the poor who has no helper, he will have pity on the poor and needy. He will save the souls of the needy. He will redeem their soul from oppression and violence, and their blood will be precious in his sight. They shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheva. Men shall pray for him continually. They shall bless him all day long. Abundance of grain shall be throughout the land. Its fruit sways like Lebanon. Let it flourish, thriving like the grass of the field. His name endures forever. His name continues as long as the sun. Men shall be blessed by him. All nations will call him blessed. 
Blessed be the Lord Elohim, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and Amen. This ends the prayers by David, the son of Ishai. That was Psalm 72. And now our final portion of scripture from the apostolic writings. Today we will read Luke chapter 1, verses 1 through 38. Since many have undertaken to set in order a narrative concerning those matters which have been fulfilled among us, even as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the word delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having traced the course of all things accurately from the first, to write to you in order, most excellent Theophilus, that you might know the certainty concerning the things in which you were instructed. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Yehuda, a certain Kohen named Zechariah of the division of Aviah, and he had a wife of the daughters of Aharon, and her name was Elisheva. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the mitzvot and ordinances of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elisheva was barren, and they both were well advanced in years. Now it came to pass that while he executed the Kohen's office before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the Kohen's office, his lot was to enter into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your request has been heard, and your wife, Elisheva, will bear you a son, and you shall call his name Yohanan. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he will drink no wine nor strong drink, and he will be filled with the Ruach HaKodesh. Even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the sons of Israel to the Lord, their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Eliyahu, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to prepare a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure of this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God. I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and not able to speak until the day that these things will happen, 
because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they marveled that he delayed in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak to them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. And he continued making signs to them and remained mute. And when the days of his service were fulfilled, he departed to his house. After these days, Elisheva, his wife, conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus has the Lord done to me in the days in which he looked at me, to take away my reproach among men. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin pledged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Miriam. Having come in, the angel said to her, Shalom, you highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when he saw him, excuse me, but when she saw him, she was greatly troubled at the saying and considered what kind of salutation this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Miriam, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and will call his name Yeshua. He will be great and will be called son of Elion. And the Lord Elohim will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. There will be no end to his kingdom. Miriam said to the angel, How can this be, seeing I am a virgin? The angel answered her, The Ruach HaKodesh will come on you, and the power of Elion will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is born from you will be called the Son of God. Behold, Elisheva, your relative, also has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing spoken by God is impossible. And Miriam said, Behold, the servant of the Lord, let it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. That was Luke 1. 1 through 38. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you would also read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 20 through 40 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you Shavua Tov, a blessed new week. And also, if you're celebrating Hanukkah, have a wonderful Feast of Lights. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.